anyways, welcome back to another episode. We are kind of excited. We are excited to talk about transition and fun things. Yeah, if you guys didn't listen to season one, our second episode of season one was about transition. And we gave you lots of tips and tricks of different seasons of transition that we've been through. Me moving to a brand new city, Elena transitioning out of ministry school. And now today we have another big transition coming up for one of us. And that is Elena. And so I would love for her to share the ins and out of what this journey has looked like. Um, she hasn't fully transitioned, so she's in the like middle of everything, still trying to work out details. So I just thought it would be cool if maybe you find yourself in the same position of wanting to transition or feeling like you're going to, how you can be led by the Lord in doing that. And what are some things that you've learned and things that you're excited to find out along the way (laughs) my plan is to hopefully be living in a new city by the spring of 2023 that's my goal um I'm like tentatively telling people that because I'm like you know the Lord could do something really wild and crazy in between now and then um but I'm hoping at least at some point in 2023 I will be officially no longer a Reading resident, and I will be living in the Midwest. <laughs> um, where in the Midwest? Because um, it's not Nashville. It's not Nashville. As much as you tried, which I appreciate, um, and I feel like I will give you credit because multiple people that like know you and me that have kind of like also been on this journey like before they knew where we're always also saying oh are you gonna move to Nashville with Kim and I was like that girl's tried so hard so even they were on board and I was like listen if the Lord calls me there incredible but he didn't but I will say I think it's interesting um I feel like your journey to Nashville and my journey to Chicago has been really similar and I was just thinking about that where I'm like, I'm so grateful for friends that know the Lord, that hear the Lord, that are so intent on asking him about everything to be like, I want to make a decision that's with the Lord. Um, And I just think like how grateful I am. Like if you hadn't done what you did with Nashville, I honestly don't think like I would have been aware of the pattern and similarities of what God was doing with me in Chicago. But because I was with you in that journey, I was still like oblivious. Like I was still just like, oh yeah, this is you, all this stuff. And then I would tell you like, oh, this is kind of weird. Like this kind of like random thing happened, still denying that it was the Lord. But I'm just really grateful to have been a part of your journey with Nashville because I definitely feel like it paved a way for me in like, the way I was kind of hearing the Lord about Chicago, which was really sweet. So yeah, that's really cool. I think it's sweet when sometimes we think, oh, well, that's just how they hear God, or that's just 
you know, like there's something special. I'm not like that. You know, we, we disqualify ourselves to, to how God can move. And so I think it's cool. Like, even if you're listening to this now and you've heard a little bit of my story and you're going to hear Elena's story, like know that this is available to literally anyone and everyone that God is speaking and not only is he speaking but what I love is he goes beyond our wildest dreams and like things that you would have never ever imagined he could do like doors you never thought he'd open he opens and it's so easy in a way like when you have when you have him backing your every move you know yeah man I think that's what's like that's what's made yeah, this feels so surreal. And if I'm being honest, like I will like share a little bit more details about the journey, but I, it was really sweet because I also love like the Lord knows us. He's created us a specific way. And honestly, like, I love my relationship with him because I'm like, I'm, you know, not always the easiest. I think like I can be pretty stubborn. Hello. Like literally practically two years of being like, I don't think this is the Lord, but I keep hearing about this, but I don't think that's God. And him just being probably laughing and so patient because he just knows how I am. And in the beginning, I was like, I don't know, like this totally could be the Lord. And now when I tell people, like I told my small group and they were like, um, I'm sorry. As soon as you started speaking, that was like, uh, that was definitely God. And I was like, I know, but I just had to like walk on this journey to be like, Lord, I really want to know that it's you. Like, I don't want to just hear one thing and be like, okay, I'm just going to jump at it because that's also not the way I'm wired. I feel like I do carry wisdom, but I feel like I'm very cautious. And I'm like, I want to make sure that this isn't something that's like flippant or rash, but I do know that there is this balance of like trusting God, being obedient and having faith. And I feel like as a person, I've just, I'm still on this journey of balancing, balancing both, but yeah, it kind of started in 20, 2020, I think, um, like in like the fall, I think maybe like December. So kind of moving in was like, I was in my second year of ministry school. And I feel like that's really when I first started like hearing about Chicago, like specifically like with me, like mm-hmm. I had never been, I don't know anybody from there. Like, it's not like I have family there, but you know, being in BSSM, you meet people from all over. So, you know, the year prior, there was people that, you know, you would meet at school that were from Chicago, but it wasn't like in my face. It was like, oh yeah, this like one random person or this one random person. And then, so it wasn't until like second year that I felt like the Lord started talking to me about Chicago. And at first it wasn't even like specifics. It was just like randomly seeing Chicago in places, but I'm like, it's not like I'm in Chicago. I'm like, I'm in California. And all of a sudden it's like, you know, I'm walking past like this group of people. And right when I pass by, they're having a conversation and all I hear is Chicago. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. Or reading a book and randomly it talks about Chicago, which is not like the setting of the book or the a movie. I would turn on the TV and the whole movie is set in Chicago. And I'm like, what is happening? Like all of a sudden I feel like I'm seeing all this stuff. So I don't even really remember like 
a moment of the Lord. It wasn't like he said, Hey, Elena, I'm talking to you about Chicago and this is what the plan is. Like it was just all of a sudden it started cropping up in my life way more frequently, which at first I was like, Oh, this is random coincidence. Even though I don't believe in those, I still was like chalking it up. It's like, Oh, that's too random. But then I started seeing like the frequency of when it was happening. And that was cool because being with you on your journey of Nashville, it was pretty similar, but I wasn't connecting the dots of like, literally, I just walked through this with Kim, with her, like feeling like the Lord was on something and then confirming it. Like every turn you were at was like Nashville on a hat, Nashville on a sweatshirt. And I'm like, we live in California. Like it's so crazy. And I remember being like, oh my God, that's so wild. Like, look what God's doing. But when it was me, I was like, that's not the Lord. (laughs) Because it just felt like illogical, which Mm -hmm. again is like, usually that is the Lord. If it's something that like, I would never think about on my own. It's not something that I would ever like conjure up within myself or it's not my norm. That is probably a very solid indication that whatever is happening, whatever you're thinking, whatever you're feeling is probably the Lord trying to hint at something else. And it's funny, just like me knowing all of that stuff, but me still not recognizing it. And that was the part that when I told somebody else, they were like, the fact that you thought, oh, this doesn't make any sense. And it's illogical is the, that hearing you say that is telling me that that's absolutely the Lord. Um, so it's kind of like a funny thing now, but Yeah. I think also like we talk about God is always speaking to us and we have, if we're willing to pay attention and to look at the details, then we're able to hear him more clearly. But I do feel like sometimes we're waiting for like a megaphone of him to be like, Elena, you are moving to Chicago. But in reality, he's like sprinkling little like I don't know, little clues and wanting and, and inviting you into deeper intimacy with him to kind of question him about it and, you know, see what he's saying about Chicago. Cause obviously he's bringing it up. Sorry. This is... <laughs> Lay down, buddy. <laughs> Lay down. <laughs> um, yeah. And I, I think too, I you made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> Um, what was I going to say? Oh, sprinkling megaphone. And yeah, I think that's why, like, I was so unconvinced that it was the Lord because I was like, that's what I want because I honestly, like how I came to California, which I think we talked about in that episode too, it kind of started this journey of me trusting God, learning to hear him being obedient But more importantly, in that, learning to trust myself. And I think that's why I have such a tendency of being like, no, I need something super concrete. I want a megaphone moment because then that will be undeniable because there's something in me that's still working out like, hey, I can hear the Lord. I have a good relationship with him. And I think that was the part that was tough is like, I was still learning how to trust myself in the Lord to know that like he's with me and I can make the right decision so I think that's also yeah I just wanted something really crazy and I also was thinking to move my life again (laughs) back across the country 
Like that's not just like I'm moving next door or moving towns. Like that's a big thing. And for me, I was like, Lord, I, I want to be so sure that this is you because I don't want to just pick up my life and move to a place where I've never been. I know nobody. I have no idea what I'm doing. If you're not on it, like I want to make sure that it's with purpose. And so once there was like this journey of like feeling like God was just literally softening my heart for this place. Like, I feel like that's what it was like in seeing, you know, hearing conversations about Chicago and seeing all this stuff with me never having been or knowing really nothing about the city. I feel like that was God, like tilling the soil for me to be like, okay, I feel like I could really have a heart for this place. And so there was things that I was praying into about like, okay, if this is really you, like I want confirmations, like I want some dreams or I want like a connection. I want a relationship, um, like something, a job, like some type of connection point to justify me going. I'd even told somebody, honestly, like if there was a church that I felt like I could totally like get behind and throw like my gifts and talents to serve what God's already doing there easily. That's enough for me to pick up my life and be like, I'll move if nothing else, just to be a part of what God's doing at this church. And so I had been like asking around and honestly, it was like, I wasn't really getting anything. And it was just pretty crazy because I feel like there's a lot of alumni for BSSM that like live in the Chicagoland area, like a lot of different mm-hmm. suburbs of Illinois, but there was just, it felt like there was no connection. So the more that like the year went on, so this was this past 2021, right? Yeah. Um, Wait, no, 2022. No. Oh my gosh. It feels like so long. Yeah. 2022. You're right. Uh, <laughs> kind of like on that journey of being like, okay, it's been a couple of years. I'm still seeing all this stuff about Chicago. It's not going away. It's still being put in my face. I'm finally ready to admit that I think this is the Lord asking me if this is where I should go next. Mm-hmm. Um, there was just really good advice about like, okay, maybe you need to make a trip there because you've never been put yourself on, you know, soil, see how you feel, like see what God does. So that's kind of why we decided for my birthday I was like, we were going to take a little trip. Cause I was like, I need to see what this place is all about to, to make a decision. Um, and again, yeah. I was intentional about praying into, you know, confirmations or like, I'm like, Lord, if I go, like, I want there to be something substantial that just echoes to me that like, you're with me, you're hearing me, you're in this. And like, I can trust what I think I'm hearing. Um, so yeah, it was really crazy. So like we went honestly loved it. Like I'm from a small town. I got to go. If you don't know, I got to go with Elena. It was so much fun. It was the best. And I didn't really have a lot of expectations. Like I'd never, I never considered myself a city girl. That's a you thing. Like that's not really (laughs) my speed. It's not where I grew up. So I was like, I don't know, like the city's great, but like, yeah, I don't think I'd ever want to live there. And, uh, it was really sweet because we, I feel like we're really lucky even then, like we got to stay downtown, which was ironic because I was like, I don't, I don't like cities, but I feel like when we got there, I was like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. Like, I love the city. I love like everything that's happening. There's so much to do all of that kind of stuff, which I kind of mentioned when we did our little cameo in 
Chicago and we launched our podcast basically that's crazy um and yeah so then we were basically just like I knew I was gonna I wanted to find a church literally that's like a crazy story too because I'm like we didn't have we didn't have a plan for where we were gonna go it was probably what like 10 or 11 like Saturday night and we're like okay we want to go to church but we literally have no idea and I had been I'm a researcher like I'm a planner I had looked and Googled and searched. And I just was like, I don't, this is not it. Like, I don't feel anything. I'd reached out for connections. And then Tim being the incredibly godly, powerful, anointed (laughs) woman that she is, literally did the exact same thing I had done. And then this church randomly pops up and I'm like, I've literally scoured every church in this suburb area. And that church never once came up when I was looking. And we still went back and forth, but we're like, I think we should just check it out, like, and see how it yeah. goes. So that was kind of it. We went on Sunday. Is this too many details? Sorry, I'm just telling oh, you. Oh, I think what's cool is Elena did, she did have a plan. So there were, I think, two churches we were going to go to, two different ones that were suggested to her. And late at night, I was like, let's check these churches out. So we watched their live streams and I was like, I don't know. I just don't feel like I could see you at either of these churches. Like I know your heart. I know what you want. Um, and I know what, you know, what God's placed inside you to thrive in a church. And so I was like, I don't know if we should try these. So literally it was the Lord leading us to this different church that I found on Google and we went the next day and like we I know Elena and just sitting there for the first 10 minutes of their intro announcements I was like this is the place for her like a hundred percent and I was still skeptical I was like you know it's it's yeah it's interesting that's another journey that you go on to like you know growing well, I didn't grow up in church, but yeah, like growing up in church and you just get used to certain things and it is different to be like leaving an environment that I've been in for so long that I love. And I feel like gave me another big piece of my relationship with the Lord. Like, I feel like I've just been super grateful to be in places that God has really encountered and met me. And in these institutions, in these places, God has deposited something so powerful within me, like, you know, my discipleship and heart for people and connection and wanting people to know how to walk with God for the rest of their life. And then coming to a place like this, where you're just experiencing intimacy with him in a way that I never had. And so there's just like really special things. And so it's tough being like, I'm leaving this to find something new and all of that stuff. So I was still like, I don't know, like, I feel like this is great, but I want to make sure, cause again, I'm, I feel like if I'm deciding in my heart, this is it I'm committing. Cause that's just also the type of person I am. And I was like, this is a big decision to like move across the country for something, but it was really incredible. Like we did like a new guest walk through and they showed, that was what did it for me. They, they showed us like their back offices where they plan and dream about the vision and the motto and where they see the church going. And my planner heart was like, okay, I'm a visionary. I'm like, 
they have like a board, they have whiteboards and maps and it's just like, great. And I was like, okay, this is a church with a plan. I like that. And just hearing them be so authentic about their heart and vision for their area of like where they do life was just like, yeah, this is, that's enough for me. Like my heart is for discipleship. And that's the other thing too, is I feel like I've, I've been out of that in a way, like we were so in like immersed in it when we, you know, did college ministry. And then I felt like, you know, coming out to California was a little bit of like a break in a sense, like it was just resting and recharging and, and it just ministry looked different than it did before. But there's been something in me that I'm like, I'm ready to jump back into that building something, building relationships and, um, something that feels a little bit more permanent. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so, yeah, I just loved everything that the church was about. And I was like, I feel like who I am as a person can serve their vision. And that's what I want. I want a place that I feel like my gifts and talents can serve what God's already doing somewhere. And I felt like I loved what was happening. And I'm like, yeah, I could easily be a part of this, I think. Yeah. So that's kind of what sold you on Chicago, but still there's so many details to work out. Where do you live? How does this work? And so you wanted to go one more time to just see if you can figure things out. So let's talk about that trip and what God did on that trip to kind of give you more confirmation that he's on this. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll try and keep all like some of the specific details. I feel like it was, uh, I feel like that whole trip was just kind of like, again, I planned for the trip. Like I, I knew kind of how this trip was going to be different. I wanted to stay not in the city. I wanted to stay in a suburb because I had a general idea of the area I wanted to live in. Cause I'm like, if I'm moving to be a part of this church and what God's doing, I want to be in this area Um, so it was a very different trip. Like if my plan was not to be as touristy and really get a feel for like, okay, what's everyday life going to be like if I'm committing to move here. And so even in all that, I feel like the Lord just showed up in a way that I still didn't even expect him to, to be honest. Um, Mm -hmm. I felt like that trip, my mom ended up coming, which originally wasn't the plan, which also felt like a really sweet addition um, cause originally I was just going to go by myself. And, um, so that was really great having like a weekend to like spend with her, but also to kind of let her in on like, I'm kind of serious about this. I want you to see the place that I'm potentially going to be at. Um, cause my, I could, you know, start my next chapter of life here. So it was really fun that she got to be there, but there was just moments throughout the whole trip where it just felt like the favor of the Lord, like, And what I mean by that is there was like little things that had happened, like in me planning and preparing for the trip months before that I had like looked into like wicked. I love musicals. Like I was a theater kid. I did choir. So I'm like, love musicals. Wicked was a big one that I'm like, oh, a dream to always see that. But like, I never got to see it when it was playing in Houston. And it was like a 10 year run or something crazy like that. And I was like, oh, dang, I like missed my chance. Like that was a long time. But I found out that like Wicked was going to be playing in Chicago. But when I had looked into it, I got the dates wrong, I guess. And I was like, oh, that's going to be in December. I'm going in November. That would have been really cool. But like, you know, whatever. 
So it was like stuff like that, where I'm like, I had thought about it months before. I was like, oh, this would be a cool idea. Doesn't feel like it's going to work out and never thought about it again until like being in the city, showing my mom, like the touristy stuff um, that we had kind of done when we were there in June and just seeing like, oh, there was a billboard that showed that Wicked was actually going to be playing literally that day that we were going to be in the city. And we had kind of made, you know, plans like that was like our big city day. So we had like dinner reservations and like all this stuff. And my mom was like, well, let's just walk over there and like see. But I had already known, like, I was like, I looked at these tickets months ago, like they're very expensive. And like, I don't think this is going to happen, all this stuff. And then we like literally walk over there and we ask like, hey, like on the off chance, like, do you have any open like tickets left? And she looks and she's like, you'll never believe it. I have two open seats right next to each other that weren't available previously, but like have just essentially like appeared. Like she literally said, this is literally must be your lucky day because this never happens. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then I was like, you know, they're expensive because it's, it's like, you know, a Broadway type show. Yeah. And then it was like the sweetest thing. Cause then my mom's like, well, which was a surprise. Cause she's like, well, you know, your grandparents knew like you were coming and they set aside like a little bit of money for us to do something special together and we can use it for whatever you want. And it was literally the money to pay for like it's crazy stuff like that and she was like if this is what you want to use it for like we can and I was like are you kidding me like this is literally a dream like I absolutely and then we ended up getting two incredible seats that were like perfect view of everything nobody was in front of us behind us beside us like it was two literal random seats in the middle (laughs) of like nothing and it was just like I don't know. Like, what are the odds of that? Like stuff that was just a desire and a fleeting thought months before being like, oh, this would be really incredible, but it doesn't feel like it's going to work out. And then lo and behold, like God remembered that. And it felt like the whole weekend was stuff like that, like stuff that I was like, oh, it would have been really cool to do this. Not even a prayer, just like a thought or a literal, like a desire in my heart and God showed up and it ended up being incredible, like the best weekend of my life so far, hands down. Aww. I remember texting you being like, because I didn't want to interrupt you because I knew you're having your fun weekend, but I just wanted like a quick, give me one word to describe how it's going so far. And you said magical. Which I knew because I was like going into it. I felt like that is a sense that I kept having. I was like, I have no idea what's going to happen, but I, I feel it. Like there is this anticipation, this expectation that it's going to be magical. And that's all. It was like, God didn't give me details. I just felt like a sense from the Lord, like this is going to be an incredible weekend. And so the fact that it actually happened was like, what is going on? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Crazy. So now, okay. You went for fun with me you go with your mom to kind of establish like good parts to live what things look like so now what does your where are you on the timeline for adjusting to move are you going to visit again or the next time you go you're moving yeah I think like I said there's a lot that 
could happen in between now and then, but I feel like going in November was enough for me. Um, even more like, you know, the Lord doesn't have to confirm anything, you know, yeah. truthfully, he could say, I've said it once and that's it. That's all you get. It's up to you. If you're going to trust me and be faithful and be obedient to what you think I've said, but I love yeah. that God is so good and so kind that he knows me. And I was like, you could do that, but I really don't want you to. <laughs> and so even though I felt like there was confirmation in June with the way that the Lord showed up in the unexpected in November to give me just extra stuff is what it felt like, like stuff that he didn't have to, but stuff that he wanted to just because he's that good was like, mm -hmm. all right, yeah, that's enough for me. I feel like I'm, this is it. Like I would be stupid not to be like, this is God. And I need to be obedient to what he's doing. Even if I have no idea why? Like, I still don't understand really what, what waits for me in Chicago. I don't know why it's there. I don't know what the plan is other than I feel like God's been on it and I need to just honor it at this point. So yeah, my heart is, I'm hoping to be there by the spring. Um, there is a place, an apartment that I went and saw that I feel like is the one and we'll see what happens. I'm like, obviously there's logistics stuff that like, I have to figure out like moving is expensive and I have to get approved for an apartment and like all these things, but I feel like I'm not worried about it because I feel like God has set me up where I'm like, something's going to work out the way it needs to. So yeah, my plan is to hopefully be there by the spring or like May, That's maybe awesome. I would say summer at the latest, but yeah, I would love to be there sometime earlier in 2023. So, and I'm so excited selfishly because you'll only be eight hours away from me, right? Yeah. Or seven, something like that. Something like that, which is a quick drive for me. So yeah, it'll be nice to be closer to you and to Texas. It's a yeah. short flight, which is so great. So yeah. Yeah. That's so exciting. It's wild. I feel like they're, it's going to be a wild 2023 for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yep. This year <laughs> is going to be one to remember. I'm so excited. And so I, I think we only have like, like five minutes left, but I guess in all of this, like me just sharing, hopefully it wasn't too boring. Um, no. I love to talk about this kind of stuff. So, um, I guess my, my takeaways, a couple things is when you're making big decisions, it is so important, which we've done an episode on community, but it's so important to have people in your life that know you, that love you, that support you, but more importantly, do all those things with the Lord. Um, yeah. because I feel like that was crucial. Like you have always been like that for me, like somebody that is in my very close counsel, like talking to the Lord, but still figuring out how to trust myself. And I'm like, so grateful for the friendship that we've built with each other, but in the Lord. So I'm like, if you don't have somebody in your life like that, you need somebody, you need somebody that you trust wholeheartedly. And that's the thing with Kim is like, I've never questioned her love or devotion to the Lord. So I'm like, I know that she's not God. And I, there's things that I still need to like chat with him about, but it's been so refreshing to have a trusted friend that I'm like, I know that she's on the right page and I never have to question if she's really going to give me questionable advice because I know that she's so rooted in God. 
And that has been a huge blessing in navigating in big life decisions. We've been yeah. through so many big life decisions <laughs> together and I'm like, oh, I'm so grateful. So just yeah. some takeaways, like find people that know, love you and support you, but also are really going after the Lord and want your highest good. Cause that makes all the difference in the world. Um, and just don't be afraid. I feel like that's really cheesy. And we say that, and I'm still figuring out how to do that. Um, but I think it comes to not being afraid of what people are going to think, but just knowing like, well, this is, I fear God more than other people. And I think there's been this lesson of like honor and obeying different people in my life that I'm like, that I love and respect that may not understand where I'm coming from. And there has been this thing in me that I've had to learn, like, I want to honor you for who you are in my life. But at the same time, obeying God trumps that. And there, there comes a point where you have to be willing to say who, who is the voice that I'm listening to in my life? Like I can still honor, love and respect X, Y, and Z of these people, but God is the ultimate trump card. And, and there's been something in that of me learning, like it's hard and it's scary as good as God is, as much history as we've built, it's still, there's, I'm like, I don't know that God, this is, feels really risky, but it's something that you just have to work out within yourself. So yeah, having good people learning that there's a difference between honor and obeying somebody. And God is always the the trump card. He, my obedience, he gets my yes. So that's so good. Like anything with God is better than anything without God. And just knowing like, if you do have friends or family who might think you're crazy and like, what the heck are you doing? You're picking up your whole life, moving to a place where you don't know anyone. Like one, now you have two friends who have done that and are doing it. So you're not alone. Amen. And two, God makes everything work out. So those people that feel uneasy and once they see that God's with you, like it will be so evident to them that they'll, they'll even trust God more to take care of you, you know? And I love, you know, kind of what you were saying, like, once you take that step, it's easier to take the next step. So we moved out to California. So moving to another city, it's nothing, you know, (laughs) but even when it is hard, if you have God, it's fun. Yeah, totally. Man, that's, I'm like, I'm so grateful for the life that we've led because I feel like that life has been totally unexpected, like literally in ways that I'm like, how is this our life? Like, I literally don't understand like how we've gotten to this place. Like never in a million years that I think my life at 28 would be playing out the way that it has. And it's incredible. So yeah, like Kim said, you have two friends we love to talk about this stuff. So if you're listening to this and you've made it through, literally we say, we say it all the time and someday somebody's going to take up, take us up on this, <laughs> but slide into our DMS. We really would love to connect. We love to talk about all of this kind of stuff. Um, yeah, we got less than a minute. If there's anything else you want to add, follow us on Instagram, be our friend. Really, if you do feel alone in this season, like you have two people to talk to and we will be praying for you and helping to guide you the best way we can with the Lord. Amen. So until next time, bye. Bye.